This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. Under the Liberals' new five-year, $330 million revamp of autism services, children over the age of five are no longer eligible for intensive behavior intervention, IBI, uh, funded by the province. That move has affected more than 350-hundred uh, families, more than 3,500 families, rather, uh, including uh, the woman that we have on the phone right now. Her name is Melanie Palapayon. Melanie, thanks for joining me on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for reaching for reaching us and for the for the support and help to spread the to spread the words about the changes. So, Melanie, you were upset about the changes that the Wynn government has uh, decided to uh, do in order to revamp the autism services. You've got a six year old son, Xavier. Was he on the uh, list for IBI, the waiting list? Yeah. yeah. How long had you been waiting? Um, three years. Wow. Half of his life. And to find this out, it's crushing. Oh, more than crushing. It's So we could say it's devastating. Y- yeah. So you decided that you would not take this sitting down. You decided to be heard and have your, uh, your, vice her- your uh, voice heard. So you decided to go to your MPP, who, uh, let's take us back in the story, Bob Delaney. So tell, tell me about your situation with Bob. Um, I've been calling Bob. But- I, I've been calling down since last month in order for me to to share my our story, my son's story, my um, to share Xavier's story with him, just to raise awareness, to get a word to Ministry of Children and Youth and Services, and to cut my way, just just for me to him to be aware about our situation. I've been calling him uh, last month. Um, a lot of time, more than 15 times, um, I left a message. Um, it, it is true that um, he called me and okay. we talked like maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes. How did you feel after that conversation? Um, that conversation was di- like a dismissive um, conversation. Um, he's been letting, he's been saying that call your autism service who's um, Tracy's child. But I told my MPP, Bob Delaney, I've been calling this person and um, she couldn't she couldn't even answer my question. She don't know what the answer of my question. And the, the, the conversation with Bob Delaney comprised only like back and forth, me asking those questions and Bob Delaney saying, I cannot help you. In, I cannot help you anymore. I cannot do anything for you. Um, Specifically, what questions were you asking, Melanie? Um, what did you want answers to? Uh, about the new, because they're saying they're cutting off the wait list of IBI uh, to put in a new enhanced ABA. So I've been asking Bob Delaney about what is the new ABA. They don't know that. And he says, we'll call Autism Services, and then you're met with a similar response. Yeah, they don't know that. Even um, I asked Pauline Eaton, the vice president of autism service from Erinoke, the answer I got is they're working on it, and hopefully they're planned out on 2018. So you said here, uh, you know, I'm just reading here in the star, you said, you know, your voice was strong and, and you're aggressive. I'm really persistent because I think that it's the only way I could be heard. So what is in that? what is that in relation to? Um, because I, I, 
that yesterday, ah, I'm sorry, not yesterday, last week, Thursday, um, I've been pushed to call his office again because of what happened on legislature on May May 17th. I know the votation, we, unfortunately, we were, we, we lost. Okay. But that gave me push to call Bob Delaney's office. And um, I, I was really, I was persistent. I was very persuasive, aggressive, uh, with a strong voice that I need to speak with Bob Delaney. Because I think that is the only way that I could be heard. And what was said to you that he wouldn't speak with you? Um, the assistant Monica was saying, uh, Monica, Monica said, um, that is not a procedure. I have to call. I have to call the scheduler because Mr. MPP Bob Delaney, Delaney's schedule is booked two months, three months ahead. And um, that pushed me to say, if you don't give me time, five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes with Bob, I will, I will squat outside of your office giving flyers and talking to people coming in and coming out. Um, I did not explicitly said, I did not said that I'm blocking the door or holding the door. I think I cannot do that. I'm, I'm not that strong to block the door and block the people coming in and coming out to that office. So uh, then cut to Friday morning. You know, everybody's away on the long weekend. So people are starting to hear about this story now. Uh, you mm-hmm. had two Peel police officers come to your house. Yes. Um, we were on. The, we were, were kind of like waking up on that day. Uh, I heard a loud bang, a loud knock. So I ran downstairs. I wasn't even dressed properly. So What I time of day? Door. It was like eight o'clock. Okay, Friday morning. And Xavier, Xavier had a tie, so we decided not for him to go to school. And my husband arrived late from from work, away from home, so he he drove from Maryland to here. So he arrived home very late. Um, so that's why we were like on the bed at eight thirty. Um, so I ran downstairs, opened the door, and. Um, I've seen. Uh, I've, I'm shocked that I uh, that like there's a t- two police officers outside of my house. And what did they so, say to you? Um, so like when I opened the door, good morning, officer. What happened? What's the problem? So they look for Melanie. They look for me. So I said, I am Melanie, and how can I help you? They said, I. The two police officers. We received a complaint that um, you were trespassing the. You you were you were trusting the office of Bob Delaney that you're going to hold the door. So what did um, you think at that moment? Were you, what was your immediate feeling when you realized, wow, this is about me calling the MPP? I was, I was in, at first I was intimidated because, uh, because I think it's my right to talk to people, to give handout flyers. I, that is my right. And I am allowed to do that. I think, I think that, um, I was, I was, I was shocked. I was I was intimidated by two police officers who who was very sympathetic. Like during the last last few minutes of our of conversation, because they understand already what my well, like why what's my reason. Um, I was I was I was kind of like devastated of the process and also the situation about it like them calling the police for me about handing out flyers and the misinformation 
that I am going to block the door. Uh, Kathleen Wynn today, I'm just going to stop you for a sec. Kathleen Wynn today said, I know the transition for parents is a a challenging one. And she was then asked by reporters if the message to the Liberal MPP is don't call the cops when parents of autistic children are protesting at your constituency office. And she said, right, was how she answered that. I know that she's asked Bob Delaney to uh, apologize to you. And he released, I believe you released an apology. Have you heard directly from Bob? No, not yet. I'm still waiting. He has delivered a 147-word statement expressing his regret on how you you were treated. Have you read that? Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't read that. Um, I haven't read that. I haven't received any call from Bob. Um, have, a, have a listen to this. I want you to, Melanie, I want you to listen to this. This is what Kathleen Wynne had to say. I've already had a conversation with Bob Delaney. I'm going to be meeting with him uh, later today, and uh, I've asked him to issue an apology, and he had already determined that he was going to reach out to the family to, uh, to set up a meeting. So I'll be having a meeting with him later today. We've got Melanie, who is the head of the household, uh, and she's on the line with us right now. Melanie, uh, you are the one that actually the, that Bob called the police uh, to uh, come over and have a little chat with you. So how do you feel hearing our premier's comment there? Um, uh, um, if, if Bob is going to call me, like if Bob is going to call me to say to apology, I I just didn't get your question. No, did you, did you hear the uh, clip I played of Kathleen Wynn there? Yeah. And your response to that, how do you feel when you hear Kathleen say that? Um, um, um call me call me selfish but that apology i think it's not sincere because if it is sincere it would be coming from bob itself on that day um i i'm just sad because we have like we have to wait for Kathleen Wayne to tell him to apologize to me it's just, and one more thing, I think they owe apology to my son's future and all these kids' future and all these parents who are suffering right now. You've been waiting for half of Xavier's life uh, for this IBI treatment. You've been on the waiting list and then you find out that that's just not going to happen. What happens now? Um, I am, um, I know, I know if anybody can hear this, I know nobody, nobody is fine for this, but if I'm going back six and a half years ago, I will still choose my son. I love him so much and I will do everything for him. Even if I see 1% or maybe even 0.1% chance for him to thrive, to have a chance in future, I will do that. And I'm not going to stop. I will be loud. I will be louder. I will hit all the road protesting just to be heard and just, just for his future. 
Melanie, you're not alone on this. You you're, you you are standing strong with a group of parents that are holding each other up. And you have uh, now produced what looks to be wanted posters of 12 cabinet ministers and MPPs who claim, you know, the parents claim, you know, have ignored their pleas to uh, consider reversing recent changes to the children's autism services in Ontario. Melanie, if you were given the opportunity right now, I know that you, uh, you know, have obviously a trepidation of talking to Bob Delaney after, you know, the police were called to your house. But uh, would you be willing to sit down with MPP Bob Delaney or do you want to go right Right up to the top to Kathleen Wynn. I, I want to go. I I do appreciate that if he is now willing, I do appreciate that. But I will go. I want to be. I want to. I want to sit and I want to talk to Premier Kathleen Wynn. Well, I wish you the best of, of luck in your uh, in, in your fight here to get your child's uh, therapy that they need. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that say that, you know, there was uh, suggestions and recommendations about this IBI, um, IBI treatment, but at no point did they say, let's cut it off at the age of five. Yeah, um, I just want to say about the transition money, that $8,000 that they're handing out, it will cover only less than two months of IBI. And only IBI is the evidence base who can help these kids to reach their own potential. I do understand that they'll, I do, with all this report, there's nothing there that says IBI will not work over five years old. I've been talking to BCBAs, so I've been talking to some, some, Speech language pathologist. I've been talking to um, uh, to somebody who understands this. There's IBI is working like is working according to his needs, not according to the age. And no. that eight thousand dollars will cover like less than two months. Melanie, yes. I, w- I wish you uh, luck in your in your fight here to have things rectified as far as that IBI treatment goes. And, and uh, you know, I know it's not an easy one. It's a bit of an uphill battle. But, uh, you know, any parent listening right now to this or, you know, anyone that has a child or has come in contact with a child with autism feels for you. And I, uh, I, I thank you so much for spending time today to tell your side of the story. Thank you so much. I, I want to say my heart is thing is very um very warm right now with your support um thank you for reaching out thank you for helping us spreading these words to raise awareness about autism i couldn't thank you enough i know the word thank you will not suffice any hard work of any hard work any efforts uh from you guys from the media and from the news reporting. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys are not only helping me, not only Xavier, but you are helping all these kids who's, who's going to be left out and all the parents who's, who's feeling bad about these changes. Well, Melanie, I can, so I can much. hear the emo- emotion in your voice. I, I want to thank you for being on the show today and, uh, and best of luck with your fight. Thank you. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. All right. That was uh, Melanie, and uh, she is uh, one of the parents. Her, name, her last name is Palapayan. You're going to hear more about her story for sure because she's not giving up the fight. Kathleen Wynne uh, told Bob Delaney, basically slapped him and said, hey, 
come on, apology right away for calling the cops because she was going to protest outside his office. She doesn't sound too threatening to me. He still has not apologized directly to her, but he released a 147-word um, statement of apology. I don't, don't, you, don't you just call the person and say, look, Melanie, it's Bob. I'm sorry about that. Let's have a little conversation. A letter? A statement? Seems bizarre. Well, that's it for the show right now. Uh, thank you very much, Mike Stringer, for your work for Chris Creston Space. Great work on the board today. And thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 4 o'clock right here on Talk Radio, AM 640 Toronto. The AM 640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM 640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.